Welcome to the Weekly Pick and Pack, the podcast about all things inventory. Pick and Pack, powered by Fishbowl. All right, welcome to the Weekly Pick and Pack. I am Nate Flake, your host and our co-host here. Nate Fulmer. All righty, today. So this is going to be episode one. We were deciding, debating whether to uh, throw it in the back, but we're gonna we're gonna do an episode one here. So we have a couple guests here. I'll let them introduce themselves. I'm Colby Sanford, full time on. <laughs> and I'm Zach Sylvester, implementer. Cool. So we're going to talk about um, today. That the theme is kind of going to be um, implementing change into warehouses, manufacturing, um, basically tips and tricks of how to. Uh, change people's processes who not all the time want to change it um so we'll start out with kind of giving a little bit of background so i know we know your names your titles so what do you so these guys colby and zach and both nates we also have done a lot of the training side and implementation side as well um but to kind of give you a background so anytime a company comes in and buys fishbowl they need to get trained on it right so Majority of the customers will want to have somebody come actually on site and do the training for them. Um, it, you know, a lot of these guys are going from Excel or going f- through or coming from just no system at all, right? And this is super applicable, like with any software, right? Like if yeah. you buy like a Salesforce or whatever, they'll give you the same options where it's like you yeah. can bring in somebody to train you guys how to use it. So, yeah, we, I mean, we even, I mean, we went through a Salesforce integration. What I guess that's almost been a year, dang. January last year, right? Still a work in progress, I'd say. <laughs> Wait, it's not ready yet. It's not done. Well, we're about um, to start the Zendesk. Zendesk yeah, we're doing Zendesk. Well, it's already in. It's already, I it's guess, in, in place. Yeah, yeah, we're the training's happening right now, but no one on the floor is using it or testing. Are they it sending somebody here? Do you know? Uh, yeah, they are sending somebody here right now. Everything they're just going through is remote training right now. Oh, sweet. Yeah, but some, from what I understand, someone is coming for a couple of days. Shout out to Zendesk. <laughs> Zendesk is a great product, and they Never are seen it, sponsors of this podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that ad just um, paid for the whole, whole for the whole software. I, I, I don't believe it for a minute. Um, so we're going to talk about Not mostly yet. kind of just like the some crazy stuff that you've seen, and worst case, best case as far as implementing. Um, we also want to talk about kind of the roadblocks to changing a whole process, right? And and we're talking specific to inventory management. Um, your pick, pack, and ship process, because believe it or not, you'd think there would only be a couple ways, but I, at least I've seen a stupid amount of ways people do it. Uh, <laughs> right? 100%. Everyone has their own and little variation. ways of doing it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyway, so we'll start with that. So first question, I guess, for Zach and Colby, let's say, so you guys have been here both, I don't know, four or five years each, right? So... Um, You've seen a lot of crazy situations. What, like, let's say, narrow down your top couple worst warehouse situations. So you come in day one, and what, like, you come in, what, what do you see? Describe it. <laughs> so, so I did one in. This one was in Fort Lauderdale, and this let's company not get too specific though. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so the, this Birch company. Street in Orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, this company they manufacture they basically would refurbish um, dental equipment. So this guy would buy out um, whole dental practices when like a dentist would retire, bring, this, bring all the equipment in and he would refurbish it and resell it. 
And when the, like right when I came in, he asked me or like, you know, he was let's do a tour, all this stuff. Yeah. And the area where he did all the refurbishing, super organized, looked really good. And actually from like the before and after pictures were unreal. Um, and then I was like, well, where do you keep like when you buy out of practice and you bring in all like the old like equipment before stuff, it's refurbished? Yeah. Where do you uh, like where do you store all that? And we go out in the back and he's got four storage containers just not no like not eco store or anything like that and he opens up the doors to all four pods yeah pods and it's all it is is just old dental chairs stacked on top of each other floor to ceiling stacks on stacks baby shout out to pods (laughs) it's just just, (laughs) like zero organization to it whatsoever i was like do you even know how many chairs you have in there he goes no he just was been he was just shoving them in there he's just shoving them in there and he had one guy that somewhat knew like where certain parts were. So like when he's refurbishing a chair and needs to grab like an extra arm or a tool or a screw or like a base of a chair, something like that. Yes, the guy. There was no like form of writing, no like there was no f- like paper System, trail of yeah. anything. The guy just like, knew. So it was like a junkyard. Like, yeah, or going it to was, your like yeah. house and like, hey, yeah. where's your where do you keep your stuff? Like where do you keep this tool in your garage? Exactly. Like only I know. Yeah. I'm <laughs> taking that to the grave. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly that. how this guy was. So he was like, yeah. And I and he just looked at me and he was like, I want to get this into fishbowl. I'm like, do you even have a count? Do you have any idea of what's in here? He goes, no. And I was like, we gotta figure so that out and put some organization That's to a good it before. First you step. were there for that was a two day on site. It was a two day on site. So day one, you're just day that one, one whole I, day's wasted. Complete, like, I, it almost felt like everything I was doing from that point forward wasted, yeah. was, like, not really that important because that was the first thing that yeah. needed to get tackled before I came out there, anything like that. Because yeah. when I asked him originally, like, in the calls before, I was like, how, you know, do you have a good grasp on your inventory, everything like that? And they're like, yeah, we have a pretty good grasp. We have a good amount of stock. Like, that's all it went into. Got so, on. But I had no idea it was that bad. Colby, what's your worst? That's pretty bad. <laughs> Good was, luck stopping that. That's bro. the thing I know, right? Setting setting the bar pretty high. No, I was thinking Should about it with up. Zach, but uh, so okay, I'll make it up. So uh, yeah, so I was in Salt Lake City. No, I'm kidding, guys. But uh, no, I was thinking like the worst one I had was uh, just one company I showed up to, and I'm like, all right, let's do the tour, see what's going on with the business. They're like, all right, yeah, let's go through. And they're like, okay, we're going to do like a shadow tour. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like, well, we don't have any equipment. We don't have any inventory. It's just pretty much just an empty warehouse right now. We're just putting in our internet and stuff. But it's going to be awesome. Shadow meaning use your imagination? Yes. Oh, boy. It was all, we just kumbaya It was a cannabis company. So it makes sense. Did it start out with like the magic school Shout bus like intro yeah. song? Like as you started the tour, like here we go. You know? was it like, it was so really they were just like having hallucinations. No, it was, was really strong stuff. Dude, I was there for two days and had nothing there. We just did walkthroughs of okay, this is this where is this machine's be. gonna be. Yeah. This oh is what God. it is. And I'm like, I mean, it wasn't the worst thing in the world because it was easy to put in new processes with nothing yeah there. you're creating part so it's just like scratch. okay look here this is what you're gonna do once you get everything in right but i mean trying to fill a full day of training with absolutely nothing there and they don't yeah. have anything that's like the kind of thing that you're happy that they're doing like it's like yeah i'm glad right. that you're planning you're on where things will be for it but oh, let's right. like do let's bring me out here. after you yeah. guys get it yeah. already exactly. yeah i would so much have, like yeah sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say i'd much rather have that situation oh then then yeah. a crap no well just in any process i mean no. yeah. starting from the ground up <laughs> and you have the ability to like because you know how fishbowl works mm-hmm. they don't know how fishbowl works yet so you can help guide them so that their process matches exactly right how fishbowl will handle it best 
I know, and that kind of speaks to my other on-sites. I really haven't had one that bad. Yeah. Oh, that one so, was I mean, that's probably the worst I had. It's just like, all right, well, let's which Yeah, which probably, you probably, yeah, after that, you're like, I need to, like, make sure you ask those certain questions. Right. A lot of time people, though, I mean, I've had, I've had trainings where people don't, like, really want to talk before. Come I here, we'll figure it out. Those. I had, like, four or five companies do that. A lot of those. So, but like if you're if you're implementing a full, you know, like a solution like Fishbowl where it's like this mm-hmm. is going to affect your sales, purchasing, your pick process, your pack process, how you ship, where you ship, mm-hmm. what you ship with, like it's it's a lot. I mean, you guys kind of you guys kind of had two exact opposite scenarios: one where you already started with crap patterns, crap habits, mm-hmm. and then one where you just haven't started it with anything, right? Yeah. They just weren't like they sound like they just, they, just they pulled the trigger way too early with you. Way too early. So there's probably lessons to be learned of both, right? Like mm-hmm. with Zach's situation where you come in and it's just a complete shit show. Yeah. At least at least like you had something to work with. Well, the the next question I, I asked him, I was like, "Are you guys planning on shutting down for a bit and organizing these pods and finding out exactly what you have, like?" That's or at least thing. work in a weekend or something. Or doing something. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what's the plan to get this organized, to mm-hmm. like get an actual count of what it is you guys have? Because the other part of that, too, is they needed to go through and find out. They Some of those dental chairs and that inventory that was in there is not even usable. So he didn't even know. So he knows roughly how many chairs, but they need to do a whole QA check yeah. to be like, what's even salvageable? Yeah. Like, what can I even refurbish? So I, I, that was the, the next question was, where, are you in any position to kind of slow stop things down and for stop for it? And yeah, stop business. And yeah figure out what it is you have and find and at least get a number so I can, you know, at least at the bare minimum know how many chairs and what usable inventories in each pod. A lot I'm of guessing these companies the answer are, is no. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of these companies, <laughs> like I've been on that where they, I'm like, hey, you need to either work a weekend. Yeah. You have your Monday to Friday flow and a lot of these guys are like, have awesome management, their product's cool. Mm-hmm. So they're killing it. Like they're yeah. selling a crap ton of units. That's why they have the need for a system like Fishbowl, right? But they, like, I've had that situation, same thing. Hey, you need to, like, it's like if you're driving down the freeway, you miss your exit. Like, eventually, you're going to have to get off an exit. You can't just, like, keep driving on the freeway and expect you're going to get off that exit back there. You're going to have to get off. Yeah, it's annoying to backtrack, but, like, you're going to have to get off. The longer you wait, the further off you're going to be. Unbelievable analogy. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. That, that was so. Don't act like that wasn't planned yeah, out. That beforehand. was loaded. I want to see on. his phone. Somebody yeah, that's on yeah. his lap right delete, now. Delete, delete, delete. 100 has already been written out. Um, but but yeah, we've had companies that like won't. They're like, yeah, we don't really like. I don't know if our guys will stay for the weekend. I'm like, well, you're never gonna. Just like, yeah, you can keep selling and just running with this mess. But it's funny. A lot of companies won't won't aren't willing. So I guess. That's a good tip. Like, be willing to stop. And, like, especially if you oh, have a have specialist to. come out. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I had a lot of time where people were like, yeah, thanks for the advice, but, like, I, I think we're good. Like, I think we're going to do something else. All I right, think, cool. Yeah. Okay. There's a ton of times that I, I feel like I had anyway where there's, like, huge disconnect between the person that purchased the system and the person that's going to be implementing the system. Oh, yeah, That, like, sure. they have no idea the kind of resources they've already put into it or the kind of, like... Right. Yeah, or the kind of, like, financial interest they've already put into it, yeah. right? So it's, like... They're like, oh, yeah, we don't have to delay or whatever. Just come out. We'll figure it out. That's the kind of thing where I was instantly like, okay, you need to talk to your boss for a second and talk mm-hmm. about what yeah, you've already put into this because you might be a little bit more invested once you figure out what he's talked about or she's talked about or whatever and, like, yeah. what they've put into this. Oh, that's happened to me probably three times where I showed up and the person I've been on the phone with 
is is like the only person that knows I'm coming. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's oh, just yeah. some like random. The admin. receptionist like, sorry, what? Who are yeah, you? Who are you? And you're like, oh, and it's like, hey, man, uh, and then they're like introducing you. Oh, by the way, Fishbowl's here for three days. <laughs> and oh, they need half of your day to somebody, and they're like, oh, no, like sorry, I can't move. <laughs> that's that's happened all. It happens oh, a lot constantly. So uh, yeah, like be prepared for like when you do have someone come in, you know. Yep. Absolutely. I feel like we, I mean, even internally, we, it's not all the time. We're not always ready for stuff like that. I mean, our Salesforce <laughs> integration had some road bumps and stuff like that, but some road, some bumps in the road. Yeah, it's never going to go super smoothly, let's be honest. Um, my next question for Zach and Colby, what, so implementing, implementing a, like specifically an inventory system, right? You got to train the admin, you got to train Sales, purchasing, warehouse is kind of usually the three groups, right? And accounting mm-hmm. is kind of their own thing. We talked yeah. about that a little bit with Asita in, in episode two. We'll, you'll hear that more for the accounting side. We haven't talked about that yet. We're going to talk about it. We <laughs> it's on the dock. Um, so what is ideal training size for, like, what in your opinion? Uh, you know, like one-on-one? Is it is it 10 people in a room? Obviously, you have to get that one-on-one time, but yeah. like, what do you think ideal? Um, ideally, retention? like I don't try to get everyone at once to train. I usually like to split it up into you know what it is they're going to be doing. Yeah. Like I mean, I do. I mean, my common on-site, I go out there first thing I do, do the tour, everything. Then I have the admins. Whoever is going to have the most control over Fishbowl, let's all meet. Let's do a brief overview. Yeah. Make sure we know who's working on what. Mm-hmm. From there, break it off, and then just do your warehouse. Great, let's grab like three guys, four guys from the warehouse, go through things, and obviously, like the biggest thing for me is getting people in and using it. Yeah. So I don't want like a huge group and be like, all right, all ten people get on your laptops and let's get in fishbowl and try yeah, and do it. Just hectic. And then answer twenty questions at a time. What's the biggest group you've done? Biggest group I've done. Um, and why did it suck? Mine wasn't. <laughs> Just assuming it probably it was sucked. a big group. <laughs> they were bigger. Probably, probably the biggest group Maybe I had me. was like 18. Yeah. That's a good size. I man. know you had like a stadium once. <laughs> it was the yeah. Kevin Hart over here. <laughs> oh, it, it blew me away. I was <laughs> super <laughs> nervous the whole I time. Couldn't. You're like walking. It's like fog and like dark. You're like, we're going to bring Zach out. Just music. It's like, what the hell? I'm in an MLM meeting. I couldn't fathom. And like, that was a training, but they were super on top of it communicating with me really well and I felt like I knew exactly what I was walking into and when I pulled into the building it was a massive company like, you know you don't really know the size and then you pull up to the building you're like oh there's a lot of people in here you know and um <laughs> hey this looks like it could fit a lot of people like that's <laughs> it's honestly the first thought that came to my mind I'm like oh there's a lot of like there's a lot to this oh wow yeah you know and um when I so it, the, the training group ended up being like about 40 50 people mm-hmm. but when I walked in this 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 building had a full auditorium where they, and it started out in like, they introduced me to all like 250 people in the company. So my first introduction was in like an audit, like it looked like a university, like class setting. Everyone's there with their computers and stuff like that. And was introduced like, Hey, like this is our new inventory management system. Zach's going to be here implementing it. We're excited. Like they wanted to let the whole company know we have a new inventory management system coming in. Here's Zach's cell phone number. Text him if you have any questions. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. It's yeah. like, the big I, so did they make you like say something? The worst. Like I pretty much just, Introduce yeah, they were yourself. like, yeah, introduced myself, told them what Fishbowl was about, like, yeah. you know, why, 
because I had calls with before with them before of how they were tracking their inventory and how Fishbowl was going to make that better. Yeah, it was pretty much like they wanted me to hype Fishbowl and how it was going to like get anyone rallied. Just straight Tony Robbins, everyone. You get a username. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah. a username. <laughs> you get a username. That's totally yeah, how it went. Thank you. For, thank you for coming to my TED talk. And but luckily, like after that was done, it was like 10, 15 minutes. Like everybody cleared out, and then it it was still pretty and big. It was, though. It was like yeah. And then it, it went from groups from there. But that's how it started. And I was like, if I had, and it was a three day in Canada. Oh, and I was like, this is, oh, if it's all day, <laughs> like, did they shut down their whole entire thing Just and all auditorium. 250 people here this whole time? Probably. That's the nice thing to do. How nice That's what Canada that, does. Yeah. <laughs> they probably the all shook your hand after. <laughs> we love Canada. We love with their we boat. Love, yeah. We love, I love <laughs> their <laughs> boat. <laughs> Sorry, Canada. Sorry. Sorry. Um, by the way, know. going into Canada, nicest customs agents I've ever talked to in my life. Really? Yeah, no nice surprise. Toronto, are nice. you serious? I know. I got held yeah. up, no, for three hours and then had to sit in a corner. But were they super polite? They were very polite. See? There you go. But And it was true. I didn't have my paper. I had to have like a proof of sale or a proof of purchase. It's called a passport, Zach. You didn't no, have that. Proof of purchase person? in America? <laughs> uh, please. <laughs> so I ended up having to show like this judge in the airport my phone to like show judge? all. An yeah. airport judge? Yes. I think it's just a pilot. How do you get that case? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But this guy had to go through my phone and basically confirm that I wasn't coming to like take a Canadian job. I was coming literally just to train and get right back out. Oh, how funny. There so like they had to. Jobs. They had to make jobs, baby. Yeah. That's wild. We're here to make them, so, not take them. So back to the question: What's ideal training size for you then? I would I would agree with Colby. I mean, it's somewhere three or four. Yeah, like three or four. And and the other thing that I think goes along with that is not trying to have too many admins in the room when you're training on a certain process, like a sales yeah. or a purchasing process. Well, because a lot of the times the admins are a little bit not they're not completely knowledgeable on how yeah. they're running sales orders and purchase orders and things like that. Yeah. So sometimes they'll hear. They're aware with like how it should be done, but how it actually happens exactly. is another story. Yeah, like so how then it's done at this yeah, school, so, but yeah. like how it's done at this company. Yeah. Right. So this yeah. company's been doing sales orders some, one way for four or five years, no problem. But now an admin sitting in and listening to this process because we're implementing Fishbowl. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, why are we running it this way? We shouldn't be. And then it turns from a Fishbowl training to a, we need to fix how processes. Like, there are a lot of efficiency fix. things here yeah. we can figure out. Exactly. Yeah. So sometimes I, in those moments, it's good to have the admin in if they do, if they want to take advantage of that. But... Anyway, I guess I see there's two ways to do it. You can have the admin in, or if you feel like the process is fine, yeah. if the admin's out, then you can just work on taking the process they currently have. And yeah. I like, I, I'd almost rather prefer, because I've been in both situations where, and I think between the four of us, we have like probably, I don't know, 120, 130 on-sites, right, uh -huh. of multiple. So oh, probably yeah. over a 300 days of training. Yeah. Full days. So, and like, so I think, We've probably seen it all, but I, I actually, yeah, that's almost a full year. <laughs> that's only just John, just John's quick our fact checker. Hey, will you uh, look up what, how, <laughs> how many, many days, days are in a year? About 300? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's We're going to be calling on Sean for Sean's our, like, he's, Sean's he's like our guy. Google guy. He didn't want to get yeah. on mic. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we forgot to introduce Sean again this morning. <laughs> this morning. At the beginning. <laughs> at this morning of the podcast. We're um, to the evening stage I, of the podcast. I don't know. I don't know how podcasts work. I didn't know they had mornings. I don't either, obviously. We're figuring it out. Clearly. We're figuring it out. That's too good. Back to our Canadians. And our building is also under construction. So if you hear some pounding, that's <laughs> good luck. Um, so lost, lost what I was talking about. My lost bad, bro. It. Sorry. No, I, I, I kind of went off. Sorry, full year. Full year. Training. We're talking about training. You were talking about your oh, experience. Here we go. So I, 
what do you guys think? So I like it. So you're talking about like admins wanting to admins change being the process, in, Because right? then the tree, I've seen admins come in and like instead of getting Fishbowl <clears throat> implemented and trained on, it turns more over like the admins trying to insert how they feel like things should be done at certain processes. But I like, I like, I almost prefer coming into a company like, yeah, you can say, okay, this is how you use Fishbowl. This is how majority of people pick back and ship. This is how they, you know, run a sales order. But I almost like prefer when you come in, you come into a shit show, they realize what they're doing isn't right and they're changing process to match what a good process should be. Mm-hmm. Instead of just saying, hey, we have a crap process now, but we're going to sh- force that into Fishbowl. Yeah. Right. I almost prefer like when they change the process. Yeah. It's like annoying, that happens like more often. But than it's not way too. more lasting though yeah. when you leave. 100%. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. I actually like help change these guys' process, their internal processes. Right. And then they, instead of like, because I've had opposite where they're like, oh, yeah, we do this and this and this and this. And you're like, well, that's like awful. That's the worst process I've ever heard. Like, yeah, we're just going to, we've been doing it forever. Yeah, we're we going to keep doing it. And we're like, yeah, but this is the perfect time, like right now with me here. To change that. To change the process. Or to now at least like discuss system. a different option. Yeah, discuss yeah. it, but don't like, especially with repetitive stuff and yeah. printing out 14 reports of the same thing. Like, ugh. Have you guys had that experience though where like so an owner's in a room it. and he kind of doesn't fully grasp like everything on. that goes into it, but yet he's trying to make changes just because like he's so disconnected from that process. From reality, right. yeah. 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 yeah, I'm all about changing because fishbowl implementing fishbowl naturally is going to make you change your process in a way to where it's more efficient. Like yeah. Yeah. Not, you can't have a crappy process and use fishbowl. That naturally is going to happen anyway. Yeah, it's when you have that it. admin or that owner that's just way out in left field where yeah. even you have like the employees. I've been in many where they're like rolling their eyes being like, dude, he just doesn't get it. Yeah. yeah. Like he doesn't. And, and that's like my thing. I usually like, no offense to owners, usually keep them out of it because yes. they're not a part of the day to day. That's, and yeah. that's what fishbowl yeah, yeah. deals with is your day to day processes. I usually keep them out and say, okay, Who's in charge? Who's my fishbowl? Who's your person? operations guy? Yeah. Yeah. Who's gonna be in charge of this? When I go, people come to you and talk to them. They're my admin. And I say, okay, let's get you in on this. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes yeah. we do have that whole butting heads, but then usually I like to go to bat for whoever's in charge of that process. So if the sales manager's like, well, this is what we do, and of course it all comes down to kind of how Nate said whatever process is going to be best for them in the future rather yeah. than saying, Hey, this is what we know. Let's keep it. Yeah. That's who you go to bat for and say, okay, well let's do this. Cause let me show you a, B and C yeah. and how that's going to make everything smoother. Cause once you're done here, it's going to this person. Or Hey, it's how you've be been doing it obviously garbage. isn't working that well because <laughs> right. you right. just bought a whole new system. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So let's figure it out. Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know. I was just going to say, I, f- I feel like with the number of people anyway, like I'd almost prefer to have two or three than the one-on-one trainings though mm-hmm. because they kind of like feed off of each other questions rather than just mm-hmm. like having the one-on-one where it's like, yep, 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 got it, yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah. Exactly. Like I feel well, like... then if you get a group that's too big... Oh, like then there's too 10, much yeah, feeding off of each other. Yeah. Or then everyone's too scared to say anything. And they're just like, yeah. 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 Anyone, yeah. Any questions? And you don't want to be the dumb guy that's like, yeah, can you do that a whole thing again? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. What was that first step? Yeah. Yeah. Can we go <laughs> I didn't see your mouse. Yeah. Well, Where the best is when they're from? like going through different scenarios of all these different ways they can use it. Mm-hmm. And they're just expecting you to sit there and listen and basically chime in if yeah. they are going through a process like that won't work in Fishbowl. Yeah. Like yeah. I've had a couple where they're like, just listen, and if we're going down a road that won't work with Fishbowl, just stop us. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. So I'm yeah, just perfect. I'm gonna referee this conversation <laughs> and be like, oh, right there, you're out. No, nope. that's yeah. not gonna. Nope. Help. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm in the Red room flag. with people like full have like full blown like oh, blow ups blow in each ups. other. 
Those that's are the, the best. I love those. I've, I've had admin just sit there. Popcorn, dude. Yeah. And then someone usually turns, sorry about that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, this yeah. is the best part of my day. No one was yelling at me. I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. No, it's like sit the anger off room. me and onto somebody <laughs> else. It's so true. Yeah, I had a guy like I'm sorry when you see this on social media later because I was filming the whole thing. Just hashtag feud. Hashtag warehouse feud. It's so true. Yeah, they. I've had someone leave in the middle of an on-site like one of the project managers got so pissed, like, "Hey, you figured this out?" And just left, the, like, left really? home for the day. Oh wow! It was like ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Sounds like a good day. Be a just great like, oh, this is a good start. <laughs> it was gonna be a good, good day. It's. I feel like for it's always the controller of the company that has the hardest time. The hardest time. Like the when you deal with those like smaller, like the small size companies mm-hmm. where they usually hire one person that's really in charge of all logistics of the company. They're the ones that are usually the. Like most like the most frustrated things like that because they have their they've pretty much built this whole company like yeah exactly they've they're the ones that spun this web of how this company works Mm -hmm. and fishbowl nine times out of ten is gonna create it it does it creates a whole new web and they're just super sketched out on how it's gonna work with quickbooks and yeah i mean there's all these question marks to them so typically controllers for me are the ones that get like they're they're the most frustrated. Most yeah, well, because even if they know that what they're doing isn't necessarily working, they've already figured out like the how to get how around to get that or how around, to like yeah. fix it or whatever. So now that it's bringing a whole slew of new problems basically to exactly. them, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's just too much stress to handle. Exactly. Even though it's going to be fewer issues, right? Yeah. They just don't know how to deal with those issues, but they know how to deal with the other huge issues well, they that have they've like already a, dealt. They with. always have a hundred and one questions, and you want to end, but they want an answer, and they like they need to they want to see it, and it's yeah. like yeah. let's. We got to get this implemented, get right. your part. Like we have to get all your data and things like that. And then you'll be able to see it happen. I can't yeah. display that. I can't. Day. We can play hypotheticals all day long. You got to yeah. trust me that we're going to get to that. Yeah, you almost have to do yes. all your remote, like all your remote prep hours with just a controller before you leave. Right. I agree. Because yeah. then they don't get on. They don't suck your time. Yes. Which, yeah, because then otherwise you're going to get there and it's just like, okay, I'm literally just oh, appeasing this guy, the whole or guy or girl the whole time. Right. Um, what is... So here's another question for you. Talking about the controllers are usually most resistant. What do you think the biggest roadblock, like the biggest kind of roadblocks are for change, like to change? Like what are what are the biggest, what are, like what are, you know, do you understand the question? Did I yeah, yeah. That, right? just like what's Yeah, what have you seen? That, yeah, what are like you get there and like here's the biggest roadblock we always have mm-hmm. to get through. And it's consistent theme. Every time, right? And so when you're doing something like um, like a system like Fishbowl where it's going to touch a lot of different parts of their business, mm-hmm. it's not just a tax software or a, you know, a, sh- a shipping integration. Yeah. It touches so many different things. What do you think the biggest roadblocks are? And then I'll come back and tell you what I think mine is. It might be, I mean, mine spins back to like that first onsite that I've been <coughs> talking. It's usually getting account like physical accounts of inventory is is a really common one for me it's like when are you guys going to finally have and know exactly like we want to start fishbowl off right and have the right counts and we want fishbowl and quickbooks to match as far as your inventory valuation summary all that but we have to do a physical count to get that done and it's i've seen that be a roadblock many times where it's like we just do not have the time because they're small medium-sized companies so every day is just on the go they're just trying to get orders out and bring orders in as quick as they can they don't have a lot of downtime to do those physical counts. So I feel like in like a more broad sense, I'd I'd say it's like having your database set up, right? Like Mm -hmm. having everything set up and ready because you can't train on something that's like a test 
database, right? Like, it's like I mean, I can all day, but it's right. not going to be perfect to your process or what you're doing, and it's not going to sink in and make sense. Yeah, I guess, yeah, even before you get out there, that's right, from day one, that's the first thing we're trying to yeah. get out of them is like, send me, all, you know, send me all your data or I'm going to, sh- or get your data in. You know, if they yeah. don't purchase a database migration, it's like we're showing them how we, they can get yeah. data into their database, and it's taking the time to get the data into the software so we can you know, test using their actual process, their actual materials, units of measure, things like yeah. that. And even yeah. if you have to start over a hundred times, <laughs> right. do it. Because yeah. if it's not right to begin with, yeah, crap it's in, never going to be right. Yeah. 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 Like you've got to spend the time to get it in right. Yeah. And I think, that, I mean, if you're listening to this and you are considering change, and I'm not just saying, hey, if you're considering buying Fishbowl, if you're doing any sort of software change or implementation or program change, yeah, you have to put in the freaking legwork before. Absolutely. It sucks. Like, I mean, getting on Salesforce was a huge chore for our company, but, you know, on Zendesk, it's probably going to run into its own issues. But if you mm-hmm. don't do the proper prep work, it's just a joke. Yeah. And, it, and people and get so mad. Like, for me, it all comes down to, like, that priority of knowing what you're doing. Like, you purchase this software. You're having someone come out to train you on it. You should know, hey, I should have this set up before they come out here or else you know, they're going to give me some spiel that I'm not really going to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I've had both those scenarios. Well, more commonly it's I try reaching out to the company and I talk to them like twice before I even get out there. Yeah. So we're both not on the same page. They don't know what I'm about (laughs) to do and I don't know what I'm getting myself (laughs) into. So it's just kind of confusion when I get there. Or you get like the company I just went out to that I'm doing implementation for. I come in and the head fishbowl person is like giving me a PowerPoint on their processes and how he's already put this data in. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know exactly what you're doing. You're obviously see this as a priority. And how much smoother. Like it's so much smoother. Like I have phone calls with them and it's usually, okay, we'll do this and this. Okay, let's catch up in a couple days, see where we're at. Yeah. Super simple, whereas... Like they're willing to put in legwork off the phone. Exactly. So it's not like the only work they're doing is when they're on the phone with you, and then when they're off, they're not doing anything behind the scenes to get prepared for you coming. We're not having other phone calls later on where they're like two hours long because we're trying to put out a huge fire because they didn't put in any work beforehand. Yeah. And they're trying to hit a certain deadline Mm -hmm. that an admin way up high, like, set in. Yeah, I don't think... (laughs) Is there a woodpecker in here? Are we? tapping is that someone tapping Where on the thing? Is that yeah. the TV? No. It's not the TV. Are we the... Um, yeah, I don't know. Someone's up on the third floor tapping. <laughs> Are we in the upside down? Are we in the upside down? Are we in the upside down? Cue the music. We need a soundboard. I think we're good. We need a soundboard. That would be amazing. that. Get my Downton Abbey ringtone. Downton Abbey. Get out. That'd be awesome. Coming back to what you were saying, yeah, it's it's crazy how people don't like realize how much work mm-hmm. not like fishbowl specifically but like how much your this is like you know your day-to-day program right, <laughs> right? and so it's up above us dude <laughs> so <Sean's> panicked people <laughs> people don't realize like hey after we leave like I'll, i've done trainings where you go on the training you go on site you do the training with them and then like you write them you know a couple days after you get home or the next week check in like oh yeah we haven't really we haven't really opened it <laughs> since you left <laughs> yeah how many times have you heard that? Oh, dude, oh, I'm like, okay. So many. I'm not, so I'm not coming times. back, you know. <laughs> I guess I could. But I can go back if you want to yeah, pay Yeah, yeah, if you want to pay for another visit. But it's like crazy to me. Money. But I think that, w- weren't you telling me, Nate, another 
this we had this conversation like this like months ago. You probably don't remember, but isn't there some crazy percentage of like if like projects? I thought maybe it was you that gave oh, us that. Oh, something. It's it's something like eighty five percent of projects in general fail because because they don't put in the initial um, the initial prep the like initial, initial resources setup. required. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the people are like let's say with this right, they buy a fishbowl. That's like a part of the resources, right? And then you got to pay for training, but then you got to pay for your people to actually learn it mm-hmm. on their own, mm-hmm. make mistakes with it, and then implement it, yeah. right? Um, fact checker, here we go. Pulled up all our hours, Sean. Oh wow! So oh, nice. we actually do. We were actually decently close. Woo-hoo. Those are so just hours, though, not days on site. No, on that's the, what I'm concerned he put about. Days at the bottom. The bottom. I know, but that's so just on the very total so he pulled our all of our right. hour training hours, I guess, Tra- total training days at at Fishbowl. It's not on site. So between all of us, we have okay. four hundred and forty four days. Is it more than a year? Let's give a thumbs up. Okay, yeah. Yep, it's confirmed. Four hundred forty five days is more than a year. Perfect. Quick Google search. Yes. Quick Google. Okay. Uh, but I think that's the reason that most like I, I would agree. I would almost say that stat's almost higher because when everyone goes into a project, no one ever. I feel like the natural thing to do is what's the minimum amount of resources I can put at it for yep. it to be successful. Yeah. And right, you don't think about the mistakes. You don't mistakes, yeah. Yeah, your natural thing is okay, what like what's, what's the, the minimum quickest, amount of work you know, I yeah, can yeah. do yeah. to make this work? <laughs> well, and you hit that first roadblock and it's like, nah, oh, not gonna yeah, work. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Hundred percent. Like you have a company that's like, oh, coming out here, I wanna be live in a month and all, all of right. us that have done these trainings were like, that is a, Not and we even warn them saying that's a lofty mm-hmm. goal. Well, we need to make it happen, things yep. like that. And then that's exactly, you hit oh, one Oh, and we want to track by serial number, lot number, and by expiration date. <laughs> oh, and I want my whole warehouse oh, yeah. barcoded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that's, that's something that I came across a lot that people would be upset with is like, they'd, it, they, they were kind of like a smaller shop or whatever, right? And it, yeah. they're just used to going back and getting whatever they want and pulling it and just bringing it up. Like there's no real count that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, you introduce, no, you need to like scan this as you grab it, or you need to like actually, like, I don't know, pull your inventory count down every time you take something out. It's like, well, that mm-hmm. takes longer. It's like, well, well, yeah, but it's accurate. Well, yeah, duh. Yeah. And it's like, they'd be upset that like, oh, this was supposed to make things faster. And it's like, no, you can't be faster than literally running and grabbing something and just getting yeah. rid of it. Like that's, that's, that's there's nothing there. faster there's than not, that. Yeah. No. But you're going to be way more accurate this way. Yeah. Like I had a couple of companies that that was like uh, news to them. <laughs> Like wait, we're slowly down. Yeah, it's like wait, this is supposed to make us more efficient. It's like yeah, well, well accurate. Yeah, it, it will in the long run. Yeah. Uh, biggest roadblock for me. It's probably. I mean, it's mostly what you guys have been talking about, but just surprises. Yeah. And that comes with like prep work, mm-hmm. not wanting to do an inventory count, which can come as a surprise for a lot of people. <laughs> just a little bit. But yeah. just like if you don't do the initial discovery, a lot of times you're like oh, I, you know, a lot of people like especially it's happened to me probably ten times where I get on site and. So they'll say like, oh, you know, we actually need this plugin or we also need to integrate with this random custom system we have. I'm like, dang, I should have like found that out before. So you have to ask like a million questions, run through their process. But yeah, surprises are always the biggest roadblock, right? You're on Mm -hmm. day two, you're on you're you're going live basically. And they're like, oh, we also need to link in this merchant from Japan. You know, oh, but that's it's no a big Japanese deal, right? system. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Flip yeah. switch, right? Like, yeah. wait, wait, um, what? Yeah, just click yeah, the my, button. My nephew made it in his basement. <laughs> he did the API for it in Japan. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what? Let me call that real quick. So then, and then it just throws off the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's bad news bears. Um, here's another thing I wanted to ask you guys. Um, I've kind of like I've had some talks with other trainers, 
what is what are your thoughts on having you, you kind of one of you mentioned this of having like that champion or whatever that person that goes to that like you come in they're the point of contact and it seems like they're the only one defending the implementation of the system mm-hmm. that happens mm-hmm. all the time right oh, yeah. yeah you either have one you either have one or the other which happens more often you either have the guy that's a champion of it and it's like oh yeah fishbowl can do this so great or whatever system can do this um and then you have the other guy and i think nate you mentioned a story about this where in every meeting they're the ones trying to like trip you up and like make comments and like oh this will never work they're like the naysayer complete yeah. opposite of someone who like wants it to work mm-hmm. which on which one happens more i say naysayer it happened way more than someone who's like who's yeah. like assigned to make fishbowl work that oh, was their sh- job there's always the beth in accounting that's been there for 500 years and then <laughs> yeah <laughs> Probably edit that part Shout out. Shout out to all the best. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the best. Uh, uh, actually, it looks so like Sean just fact-checked that, and yes, that is true. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but there's always, like, the person that's, like, that's been there for a long time. Or the controller, or that's, like, like you saying. Yeah, that, that might already his... be, like, getting ready to retire almost even. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I don't need to deal with this when yeah. I'm only going to be here another year. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And that's those are the ones that I feel like are the ones that are, like, we've already tried a million different things before, and... <laughs> Um, they they haven't panned out or they haven't worked. So why is this different kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I would say the naysayer is definitely more common. And typically you're, you're you know, basically champion, like, person that's there helping you is the one that was the guy who pulled the trigger on the software. Like, his neck's the one on the line, whether or not if this, like, succeeds oh, or fails. Like, that's, yeah. that's typically who that guy is. Like, no guy's, like, he was in on all the demos. He's the one that vetted out Fishbowl. He's seen it all work. Yes. Yeah. Like, he's typically the guy that's really, um, that, you know, is really, he has your back. He'll defend you in those meetings yeah. when you have a purchasing. Like, I just got off a call where the, one of the guys in purchasing, he wants to have the, the revision level in the part number. Yeah. And... I told them, I'm like, well, Fishbowl does revision tracking, and the reason it won't work is because if you have multiple revisions, you can't have three part numbers to represent one part, whatever. And he's the one that hops in on the phone, and like, or well, basically, the purchasing guy gets all upset. That's how I've done it for years. And yeah, then yeah. my champion guy, like, he's the one that steps in and is like, no, 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 this is going to be better in the long run. Like, yeah. we've got to make these changes and kind of defends you. Yeah, I've actually had, to Nate's fact about the five, the Beth who's been there forever, I've actually had a couple times. Where it was the accountant that was like the champion. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the best. actually oh, it's yeah. either an accountant who's like super on board, you know. Like I remember I did one in Des Moines where the the guy was accountant had been there forever was like this is gonna make my life so much easier. But then I've also had the opposite where you're like I don't want to see any yeah, of it's usually those people that want to see like books. things in a specific way. Yeah. They're always like, oh well, I can't have it coming in that way. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of times with those accountants, like the one I was just on. She was like, wait, so I just come in and the invoices and bills are going to be there? They're already yeah, there. they're just going to be there. Okay, great. I don't need anything else yeah. later. Like, okay, great. Cool. And that's that's the thing. I feel like the people that have the hardest time are the people that have a hard time like relinquishing control. Oh, absolutely. You know what yes. I mean? Like it is those people that are like, no, I'm used to seeing it like this, but on the report now it looks like this. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like, it's yeah. like Well, it's still the Change same the information. Yeah, change your process. And you don't need to know the specifics of everything right now that's on that report. Really what you need to know is that total. And they oh, have yeah. a hard time coming to that I, realization. I had, a, I had a training where they actually wanted to return Fishbowl because of that because some of our reports didn't show exactly how they wanted it. And they were right. like, nope, we're done. Yep. 
And it's like the overall reports, like like the information's there. Yeah. It's just the way that it's showing that information. Yeah. But I mean, and to answer the question as well, naysayers are more common, but yeah, it's important to find and I try to find that out early on who those champions are gonna be. Yeah, you have to. And then kind of just, just hold the hang out I, yeah i kind of <laughs> lean on them i'm just kind of like sure. all right well these people are pissed yeah, sarah like, sarah you got on. it yeah. <laughs> this is you like you know? oh, come on because i think it's yeah. more common with companies the guy that pulls the trigger on the software is not a part of the oh, implementation no. process at all yeah and typically that person doesn't vet it out the best you know yeah as thoroughly as it should because he's not as connected to the day-to-day process right. so, you know he Gets on the phone with the sales rep. Here's a few buzzwords: revision tracking, serial tracking, yeah, big pack ship. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, it does all that perfect." And then yeah. like moves on. We'll and figure then it out. Yeah. The other thing that I think is pretty important um, is with that champion that you do have, or whatever the assigned champion is, a permanent employee of the company. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Sean and I actually went on an onsite. It was my very first one. He was training me. Um, and the shout company that Sean. we went to, they yeah, <laughs> shout out Sean. Is this a fact? Yep, Back-tracker. checked. It's true. Um, <laughs> so it was actually. The person that was in charge of that was the person that was supposed to be in charge of everything. <laughs> the person that was supposed to be in charge of everything was on maternity leave. Oh, no. And so they had like a temp there for like three months. Ugh. And we were there for the last month of that person's three months. And so we <laughs> trained them. And then obviously they're gone. Yeah. It's like, oh, you guys didn't teach us anything. And I was like, actually, we did. And they're gone now. But it was a temp. So wow, they're gone now. We... So good luck. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was rough. We went back out. Or I did. <laughs> Sounds like you're on your own now, buddy. Yeah. Fly. <laughs> you can do this. A peacock, you gotta let me fly. <laughs> <laughs> so the takeaways, the takeaways from that. Oh yeah, and then Sean's pulling the pulling the facts here. So Beth is actually not the name of every account. No, just so you know. Sometimes Sean, I think you take your job too seriously. So I thought we were six. editing that part out anyway. What is this? The top <laughs> names? The most common names for an account. Most common names for an really? account. Really? I love how he has it already. Okay, we're gonna give him. This is everything. like probably the most useful information people are gonna get out of this podcast. Okay. Top six I'm names. Colby, let's. You're, you're the closest. You do it. Of accountants. Yeah, also, top, top six names. names, most common names for accountants, top six. So there's Curtis with a K, which blows my mind, Mindy, Adele, Mitzi, Maribel, and what is that? Charmaine. Maribel is actually what I meant to say, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was the I second one. I said Beth, Maribel. Yeah, I, met a, I met a Curtis, actually, with a C. Um, okay, so so... Lastly, let's wrap this up. Yep. This is good. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> we probably have a disclaimer at the very beginning, too, by the way. This, is, this entire podcast this. is not all going to be about fishbowl all the time, I promise. <laughs> and then don't take any of this stuff seriously. Um, okay, last. So for the tip of the day, we're going to give you kind of leave you the tip here for inventory. So, I mean, I guess we kind of left you with some tips, right? Figure out your crap before your trainer gets out there. If you're going to implement a new system, you have to put in the prep work. Don't surprise the trainer or whoever's implementing any of your systems. Or your staff. Or your staff. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. probably the biggest. Don't surprise your staff. Hey, yeah. fishbowls. Hey, everything's What's changing this week. Bowl? Surprise. Yeah. 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 That's happened so many times. <laughs> so, so rough. Okay. So we're going to talk about uh, for your for your inventory trick of the day, trick of the week, I guess, uh, how to set your reorder points. So for, you, for those of you who are... Don't, don't know what we're talking about. You probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast or else it's probably kind of weird that you're listening to Weekly Pick and Pack and you have no idea what a reorder point is. But 
So your reorder point is going to be, what's the easiest way to explain it? Like if you have stock and um, it's your reorder level point is when the company should create a purchase order to replenish that stock, right? So let's say you sell, go back to the t-shirt example, sell t-shirts. You want to know when you get to a certain amount of t-shirts, when I should reorder the stock. So everyone, every product's going to be different for every company depending on season, your high and low season. So there's a little equation Sean pulled up being very analytical as he is. So your reorder point equals your daily average usage times your lead time in days plus your safety stock. So if your safety stock is, let's say your safety stock is 10, you want to say, I always want to have at least 10 in stock because we may have people that walk in the store or that we have like, you know, the random orders. Then you're going, that's, that's what they're talking about. They say safety stock. You're going to add that to your daily average usage multiplied by your lead time. Lead time meaning how long it takes your vendor to supply you that good. So so with Amazon, standard two days. Standard two days. Standard. Just throwing that out there. For all those that Little Little uh, example. Plus safety stock is the most important thing. You do not want your reorder point to be at zero. Um, so, and the whole reason for that is, you, I mean, the whole point of even doing the reorder points is so that you don't get surprised as we were talking about surprises, right, about your going, especially if you go into high season coming up, like we're coming up on Black Friday here soon, Christmas, all the, anyone that has consumable goods, you're going to have to worry about that stuff. So reorder point one more time equals your daily average usage times your lead time in days plus your safety stock. So, um, all right, that's about it. I think that wraps it up. Anyone have anything else to say? Nope. Thank you guys yeah. for joining us. It's good to cool. hear from yeah, you. Yeah, it was awesome to have you guys on. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Yep. We'll have you again. We'll good see. radio voices. I'm just going to throw that out there. I, yeah, I, yeah. I wanted Colby to use his radio voice the whole time. He never did. Can just you actually like send us out with that? We're you sending you out. Is there like some kind of catchphrase you have? For yeah, just thank out? you for yeah, listening. Yeah, go ahead. And wiki wow, we're out of here. Fantastic.